thing in the right time. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm going to talk about tips on effective Christian life. An effective Christian life. Uh, media team, we don't have network here. There is a problem, I think. Media team, Tatuina network. Checked a little bit. Where truly? Are we on? It's okay. Nanging is a Koji managing our Mongeriach media. I've also tried to manage it here in my media. Okay, I'm going to share on on tips. Uh, sorry, on if um tips on uh, an effective Christian life. I sat down and so what you need to do what you need to have something that is in your life successful so that you can have Amen. Amen. I try to summarize and put it this way there are many things which you need to be in order to be successful listen to this i say that you will never be it until the holy spirit becomes a master in your life you will never be it I don't know what you want to be. You want to be a pilot. You want to be a minister in church. You want to be a rich man. The Holy Spirit must be the master in your life. The Holy Spirit is our everything. He is our oxygen. In Him we live. In Him we move. In Him we have our being. Praise the Lord. So you will never be it until the Holy Spirit becomes master in your life. I want to emphasize this. There are many born again who have questions. Even today. Asking themselves. But Lord. I've done everything. But nothing is happening. Did I do anything wrong? You've never done anything wrong. The problem. You are born again. 
you are committed to God but the spirit of God has never mastered your life the reality of the spirit of God in your life means a lot sometimes when you talk about it some Christians might not understand it but I want to emphasize it you can be a Christian you can talk about the spirit of God you can sit in church when the spirit of God is moving when the spirit of God doesn't is not your master amen we are supposed to be slaves we put down our will at the feet of the master if the spirit of God is not a master or doesn't master your mind you will never be it you will move from January to December without seeing it before I leave that tip I want you to remember that the Holy Spirit is the master of this dispensation he has the final say in each and everything. Amen. Amen. Listen to this. You will never be served until you serve others. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you want to be served. It is in the word of God. Proverbs 11:25. Mm -hmm. You want to be a boss? You want to rise? Ah, don't worry. Serve. Read. Proverbs 11:25. The generous soul will be made rich. And he who waters will also be watered himself. Again. The generous soul will be made rich. And he who waters will also be watered himself. Is there anyone who can read Luganda for us? Chibombo had that grace. He needs to stir it. Muruganda, Swahili. And, uh, Rusoma. Engero Kuminema Vilmutano. Mm. A meme, a gaba gaba, a nege janga. No, you have killed a mazi, a yalif kiriwa, he nini. Amen. When you serve others, it will turn around and you'll be served. Be a servant. One day they will serve you. I don't know why you don't say maybe just tell me amen I'll hire only the worship team to tell me amen only them they can't tell me amen 
Amen. Amen. Uh, listen to this. You will never be forgiven until you forgive others. You will never be forgiven until you forgive others. It is in the scriptures in Matthew 6 12. You want God to, to heal you? God will never heal before He forgives you. Sunday, breakfast. What would you do at Vodem Church? Eh? Jemuli, Mujabuli, Mujapun Polida. You will never be forgiven. Actually, when we uh, tackle the, 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 the topic of healing, with healing, divine healing, you're first forgiven of your sins. Yes, we are being, we are when Jesus was healing, he would first say that your sins are forgiven, and then he would heal you. If you are Sick. and you're sickly check your life maybe something has hindered your healing maybe there is a sin which is not yet detected which hinders your, your healing but just know before healing appears you must be forgiven when if you want to be forgiven forgive others and God will forgive you Amen. learn to forgive others learn to forgive others starting with your family. There are people who say that you don't forgive a family member, you forgive a person. And then you'll be forgiven. If you are forgiven, your sins will be, sorry, your, your healing will, you'll take your healing. Praise the Lord. Amen. I have scriptures which support me. And I've seen this by experience. I've seen it. And even if you want to go to deliver you from demons, those demons will never go until there is forgiveness of sin. Amen. Amen. One day, 
Many years ago, I was delivering a certain lady by the grace of God. We prayed. The power of God manifested. Demons started screaming. I prayed for long hours. Demons could not leave. I got tired. And I left her. Then I started asking God, what could be the problem? And then God gave me a vision. I saw a picture of the heart when there is blood coming out of the blood, sort of the heart. Then the Spirit of God told me that her heart is wounded. There are old wounds and fresh wounds. And the Spirit of God continued telling me that the wounds are coming from the husband. She can't forgive the husband. Talk to the hus to, to the to this lady to forgive the husband. When she forgives the husband, then these demons will, will go. Unforgiveness can stop, can hinder your deliverance. Unforgiveness can hinder your healing. This is the truth. Now, later, this was another day now. Every time she was coming to church, she was falling, were tying her up in ropes. Now, I sat with her and I told her the vision. Then I told her, please. I know he's in the wrong. He is in the wrong. But still forgive him if you want to be delivered. Later, she took her time in tears. She didn't want me to, to, to tell her the truth. In fact, she thought that I'm, I'm taking because sides. I was a man. And I told her, I, I, I'm talking not as a man, but I'm telling you the truth. The truth. The facts, facts and truth are different. If you want facts, go to the courts of law. They will look for facts. The police will go and get facts and bring them before you. But for us in, in church, we tell you the truth from the mouth of the Lord. The truth is she had to forgive. When she forgave, I didn't see any demon anymore.
forgiveness. There is another testimony. Many times I give it to you about our brother who was suffering from ulcers for 17 years. I prayed for him first time, second time, but the third time she's, he, the, the gentleman said that he almost died. Lord, I'm not going to sing this song. I prayed for him. Again, I'm praying for him. Then something must be wrong. Tell me what. What is stopping things from working? Praise the Lord. Do you know what I did? I lifted. I lifted my spiritual antennas. I started sensing and the Lord spoke to me. He told me there is a person he has to forgive by the names of Nalongo. And then I looked at his face. I asked him do you know Nalongo? You know spiritual things are There are so many nalongos in the world. But at that time, within a twinkling of an eye, he had already known the person I was referring to. Even before he started tearing, a man, he cried. And he told me, Master, I know And I told him, forgive Nalongo. That you forgive Nalongo. But he has never felt. He used to take painkillers. He used to drink alcohol. Uh, the, the tablets were not working on him anymore. And indeed, God had healed him. Forgiveness is connected with healing. Amen. Forgiveness is connected with healing. When we tell you to forgive, it means a lot. It releases blessings in your life. If you want to live long, learn to forgive. Praise the Lord. Amen. Learn to forgive. Um, does the network I think the network Ekomio. is unstable. Okay. Yange, yange, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Another tip. A tip you will never achieve it until you work hard. You will never achieve it. Until you do it God's way. You will never achieve it. 
until you do it at the right time that is godly timing and you will never achieve it until you you do it with the right people at the right place God can speak you can have a vision you can have a dream you can have a prophecy on your life God can speak and then everyone says amen but in each blessing there is a, a mad one side and a god one side the bible says that we are co-workers with christ but even if the lord has spoken it you will never achieve it until you work hard that is your side as a man. God can tell you that you are going to be rich. You are going to be stinking rich. Amen. Amen. But until you work hard even if God spoke you have to work hard and you have to do what you do you do it God's way. And actually you have to do what God has directed you to do. Even if it's preaching, you have to preach the right gospel. Right according to God. Not according to me. Not according to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. A, a, a good example is Apostle Paul. God called him. He was ready to, 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 to obey. Actually, he obeyed. But he had his will. And God had his will. A world of conflict there was some conflict between them between Paul and God Paul wanted to do God's will and the Jews and God had said you are a chosen vessel to the Gentiles you are supposed to preach to the Gentiles not to the Jews and Paul fought so much because he wanted to minister to his fellow brothers but godly godly vision was different amen okay even if you work hard you have to do it God's way and do it at the right time even if it's ministry if you don't go at the right time that is godly timing even if you don't minister with the right people at the right place you will never see the fruits Many times I tell you that I was invited in a certain home in 
kabowa tuwalwa makaga mweba mpita mwe kabowa ninsanga ngwalwe kanisa yakatandika i found a church that had just started the landlord was not born again landlord tayari molokole and then he said nangamba anange jangu please come sanso kulaba i'm happy to see you mkama ibaziwe praise the lord the landlord was praying he was an old man landlord yali musajja mukadde praying in the anglican church ngasabira mu anglican church then ndamusumbalinda mu Pastor Wade. There's a visitor wanted to, to him to talk to you. And I saw that he had got them out of the spirit. And I wondered what I was going to tell them. Yet God had heard. The moment they gave me the microphone. The Holy Spirit told me. The pastor. The pastor is a real pastor but he should not have a church in Kabowa. He first, uh, the Holy Spirit first revealed to me where the pastor is born. And I asked him, do you know Ngoma? He said, yes. Who is there? And he told me, that is my birthplace. I told him, that says the Lord. You're going to have a church, to start a church in Ngoma, not Kabowa. I, I saw him discouraged. What a false prophet. But in, in his heart, he said, I thought in my heart. And I left. The children of that family kept on telling me. He, he took the church away from home. And then he took it to a school called St. Anne. And they also chased it away. It went to another place. In a very short time, he's been over to five places. I don't know what, we don't know what is wrong with the pastor. Then I told them, the problem is not with the man. The problem, sorry, the problem is not with the church. The problem is with the man. This man must go in, at the right place. Amen. And minister to the right people. The message he has, the message which God gave him is for those people, the people of that area. Now he's, deriv he's delivering the right message to the wrong people. There is no reward. There is no protection. There is no provision. That is the problem which he faced. I didn't continue to do a follow-up whether he obeyed or not. Another tip. When it is not God given, you will never retain it. So never waste time with anything that has not been given to you by God. 
Think about it. These tips are coming from me. Through uh, my experience, I did not read a book, but it came from me. You are free to check it scripturally, even in um, normal life. This is what I say. When it is not given to you by God, you will never retain it. So never waste time with anything that has not been given to you by God. Even if you refuse, it is very wise to inquire from God. Amen. Amen. We admire so many things. But when God didn't give it to you, you will never retain it. Before you came on this planet, God knew you. He knew even the problems you will encounter. And the, he knew even the solutions. He knows where the solutions will come from. Amen. Amen. God Katonda. sees the end before the beginning. Sometimes we have to rest because God knows everything about us. God knows you. He knows what will happen on 4th of December. That is why he prepared himself for anything. Stop worrying because God knows you. He knows everything about you. He knows all your enemies. He knows that when you call upon him, this is the person whom he will use to solve your problem. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, when it is not God given, never, you will never retain it. Even if it is land, you've put a lot of effort in it. As the born again, we believe that it is first given to you and then you have it in your hands. Praise the Lord. Amen. Is it God given? You will retain it. Even if they it try to take it away from you. you. I've seen it here. You pray for someone. You tell that person you'll have this. And the devil overtakes. Steals it away. That person begins to cry. When that person comes back to you, you confirm that that fig which is taken is yours. After some time, the angels of God brings that thing back to you. When the thing 
thing is given to you by God, even if it is stolen, it will come back to you. <laughs> even if it is a job, if they take it away from you, a time comes. They fail to it. it is the rightful owner who can handle it. You're the one with the grace for it. Sometimes, when someone takes away your thing, first let, it, let them have it. And let them know that they don't have the grace for it. The grace was given to you alone. Amen. Amen. Another tip. Until you sow the right seed, you will never reap. Until you sow on the right ground, you will never reap. Still, until you sow in the right season, you will never reap. Stop complaining. Things to do with seed. You have to sow the right seed. The right seed. What is the right seed? According to God. That seed which is inspired. When the Lord inspires you to give this, when the Lord tells you to give out to this, that is the seed, that is the right seed. Amen. Amen. Many times I give you my, my testimonies, but you don't give, you, you don't tell me yours. You remember one day, many years ago, God gave me a nice jacket. At night, before I even slept, the Spirit of God told me that that jacket is not yours. Take it to so and so in the morning. Then, and I felt so bad. I hadn't even wore it. But the Lord wanted me to give it out. I first kept quiet. I sang a song. So that I can silence the voice of God. When I finished my song, the voice returned. And I said, My goodness. Then I sang the song again. By the time I finished the song, the voice returned again. Until when I say, I'm going to, to give the person a full suit, not a jacket. And a voice told me, I told you a jacket, not a suit. At that moment, I wanted to rebel. Then I started feeling I was losing my peace. I was losing the peace. And I was failing to sleep until when I surrendered. I said, Yes, Lord, I'll do it. Then the peace came back. But there was a lot of pain in me. A lot of pain. Very early in the morning at 6. 
I got hold of the jacket. Went to that gentleman. Knocked that door. The children opened. I told them these are your father's things. I went. Then the scripture came to me. That he who goes crying. Taking the seed. Will come back when they are happy. When they are bringing back the harvest. Then from that day. I discovered. The Bible says God loves cheerful givers. Then I discovered. That in the kingdom of God. We have cheerful givers. And tearful givers. I gave out. Out of tears. But I want to thank God. It was around. I, I actually. It took five to six days. Someone gave me eight suits Different colors I sold three and I remained with five They were very expensive They were better than the other jacket that I gave I ripped Because I sold the right seed What is the right seed? Jesus talks about his father As the gardener my, he says, my father is a gardener. You can't know anything if you are not a gardener. Let the gardener direct you. Tell you what to sow. A seed begins from Jesus, from the Holy Spirit. Let the Spirit of God tell you what to sow. Don't just plan what to sow. Because we are co-workers with the gardener. What is the right seed? Right that which God has commanded you to give yes, now to listen to this until you sow the right seed you will never reap we have many people in the kingdom of God they complain every now and then they say but Papa have sowed seeds nothing is changing what if you sowed a seed that was already infected by pests. I grew up seeing my mother sorting beans before planting. Sorting and I wonder what will be a sorting. They're the ones that you, she removes. Even when she's going to cook, when you ask her, she says there is kawukumi. What is kawukumi? Kawukumi chechi. Have been yeah. Praise the Lord. Those, some of your seeds have, have been weevil. The Lord told you to sow a hairpiece. And you said no. I'll take them to the saloon. You are planting a That seed has something bad. You will never reap. 
You give a lot. But until you give when the Spirit of God has inspired you, until you allow the Holy Spirit to direct you when you are giving, you will never reap. Amen. Amen. The harvest is failing. Because you don't sow the right seed. And then, until you sow the right ground, still you will never reap. What could be the right ground? Still the Holy Spirit has to tell you that this dress belongs to swans. You saw. But you saw in your siblings. But even the seeds that you saw. You pick that, that old skirt. You know, my auntie's child, you think. How many saw? You raise your hand. You raise your hand. Praise the Lord. So among your siblings, you're doing well. Amen. But it's your responsibility. You can't say that I've sown a seed Just when you are buying a dress for your wife. That is your responsibility. You have to do it. You, have, you can't say that I'm sowing a seed in you, my, 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 my children. I'm paying school fees. No. That is your responsibility. That is your ministry. God gave you children to educate them. That is your ministry. When you reach heaven, you'll get a crown because of what you did. That lies around that place. Until you saw the right on the right ground, you'll never reap. Stop complaining. Sometimes you don't sow the right seed. There's a bin woven in your seed, but for you're just sowing. Until you saw the right ground. This goes to the people ah. in the diaspora. You can be on like a, a hundred platforms. Let the spirit of God guide you. You must have a garden. Your garden. Where you saw. You don't have gardens, you people. You people and when you have you just go into people's gardens. Then they, they make a ah, Praise the Lord. Right ground. Right season. Still, you can't know the season. It is the Spirit of God who can tell you the right season. Be inspired by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Amen.
Until you sow in the right season, you will never reap. Listen to this. Until you learn to manage yourself, you will never manage others. Whom do you want to manage? You want to be um, a defense. Uh, person, personnel in your community. You can't even defend your chicken. You want yo. to defend people. Mm -hmm. Until you learn to, to manage yourself, you'll never manage others. Learn to manage yourself. Manage your mind. Manage your temper. Manage your life. Then you qualify to manage others. Until you manage your home. You will never manage the house of God. If you fail to manage six people. How then can you say that you are going to lead millions of people? Praise the Lord. Amen. Managing your home. Looking after your children. Educating them. Praying with them. Teaching them the ways of God. The church begins at home. If your church at home doesn't have discipline, then you can't discipline the house of God. I know you have a desire to be a man of God. You have a desire to be the, the, the chairperson. You have a desire to to be what you want to be. Now listen to this tip. Until you learn to manage your home. You don't even know how to buy sauce at home. But you want to be a leader. You want to be a leader of the people. You want to head at the chefs. You don't even know how to buy sauce for your children. You want to be able to buy sauce for other people. Charity starts at home. If you can't give to your people, then you can't give to others. If you can't give to your then you can't give back to others. Until you learn to value little money, you will never be rich. You know what we call value? Until you learn to value little money, you'll never be rich. Some of you don't have that saving culture. Because you save when it, it is millions. You don't value little money. How do you fail to save? If you don't have a job. 
Why is it that when you get 50,000 Why can't you use 30,000 and, and you save the 20,000 Until you get the saving culture You'll never be rich Look at Jesus He served 5,000 But the leftovers The leftovers He said Gather the leftovers. Surprisingly, they gathered 12 baskets. What does that teach you? Each disciple. They had a, a basket that they could not see. That money that goes through your hands. If only you learn how to save. You're going to discover that indeed God can sustain you with little money. Today is the day when I told you that I'm going to pray for you because I believe I know you were working but this is what I believe that my father who is on the throne my father is your husband my father is the one who sustains you. You don't live by the money that you work for. Because I've seen people who are not employed. Before they got a job. God has been giving them I lotions. don't know how. God has been giving but them food. They eat lunch and dinner. I don't know how. Praise the Lord. Amen. I've seen it in many people. Then I discovered much as we got offices, much as we got to dig, there is a God who sustains us. And that sustaining, when you serve from the sustaining, you can get 12 baskets unknowingly. Today, I'm going to pray for people's accounts. For only those people who are willing to save for December. September, October, November. Actually, two months. Hmm? Three? Three. Saving for three months. It is not God's money. It is going to be your money. But there is a law. Don't use it. Until December 1st. Whose money is it? It is your money. Even if your child falls sick, you don't use it. The law is here. Every money that comes into your hand. Calculate. Either 10% or 15%. As you give God 10%, you're going to give yourself 10 or 15 or 20 and put it on that account. Don't touch it till December 1st. When December 1st comes, you are free to withdraw your money and then begin to use it. 
you will learn how to save those for those who don't know who e don't have the saving culture you know that there's a lot of money that goes through your hands amen you will see some of you will even change your bedrooms out of that money some of you you will even pay the school fees for another year for next year first time some of you you'll be able to buy screens in your home you'll be able to buy for uh, buy christmas items for christmas if you save and you're saving and not cheating yourself when you get much money you need to sacrifice painfully deduct it if you don't have one thousand even if I have so many problems and debts at least let me save one hundred and fifty thousand let me save two hundred thousand don't look for you just save you're going to see that TV that you've not been changing you're going to finally change you know the old set of chairs that is how that is how we can be happy in the festive season amen how many say that it is good you will save there are many things in the home from January to December the children of this generation hmm they break things you know folks are, are lost they're thrown away without you knowing in December I'm going to come back of you to go and buy everything cutlery. you're going to buy cutlery amen, amen. you can't you, you look a you glass glasses you replace them so that you're not ashamed because so many visitors are going to come you find that you don't have a glass so you are saving for a, for a reason look around you have to save a lot so until you learn to value little money you will never be rich value the little money even if you get 20,000 take to 2,000 or Save it. You need it in the future. In December, you shall need it. Festive season is tricky. We get friends. You know they are having weddings. And you have to buy for them a crate of soda. That you also have other needs. The children are back from school. The people in the village are looking to you. Your grandparent wants Christmas. But if you have your money that you save, you can buy two goats. You can even buy a cow. 
My mama used to tell us. You would ask her. You would talk. You would and I wonder how she got to know they see into the future and they know that in December this festive season they plan for the festive season when it was still early and then the rain and, and, and hair I don't know if you've already known that you have to eat roasted meat in December where you going to You know, start um, on that goat. But it's for December. Amen. But before this year started, God spoke to me. And I told you. I think you've seen it. You've seen it. We've never seen a year that runs fast as this. I just know that December is around the corner. But don't worry. Because of the anointing upon my life, money is going to come. Money is going to come. So plan Ali. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Are you there or not? Until you respect the anointing. That anointing will never work for you. The anointing you respect is the anointing that works for you. For example, Obed Edom. Have you ever heard of the name? Obed Edom. He allowed the Ark of the Covenant. And it was in his house for three months. That anointing changed his life. He was a Gentile. But God blessed him. Blessed him so much. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now the anointing you respect is the anointing which works for you. The anointing you believe in is the anointing which works for you. No matter what, even if you're not a Jew, the anointing can work for you. Say amen. Say amen. Until 
You respect that anointing. You serve that anointing. That anointing will never work for you. Manly, manly problems or challenges are solved on the ground. Amen. Amen. When God wanted to create man, He left the throne, came down, picked the dust of the earth, and created man out of the dust. He went back. He left authority in the hands of man. Man lost it. And then he said, I will come down again. I'll come back again. Amen. He left the throne. Came down. Died on the cross. Solved manly issues. Down. On the ground. He did not sit on the throne, but he left the throne. Came down on earth. Solved manly issues. So issues concerning man are solved on the ground. What do I mean? I mean prayer. Praise the Lord. You have problems in a home. If you have no problem with the knees, if you have no problem with going down, you will solve them. That's why every Friday we come down. We remove our crowns and go down and solve our issues. Issues concerning man are not solved in heaven. They are solved on earth and solved on the ground. Ask anybody, you have a problem with going down? If you have trouble, praise the Lord. Amen. I want to end with this. This is not a tip. They're not going to see my gazi. But you just have to know that God, if God is to work for you, you have to eliminate the seed of pride. Amen. Pride is on every level and every standard. Students, you have. You have pride. The corporates have their pride. The farmers have their pride. And when they are talking as farmers, they have their songs. It is a Luganda song which says, Praise the Lord. So when they are sit, when they are singing, when they sit together, they don't know anyone. 
He can even tell you how the hoy will go to heaven because they say that Enkumbi Terimba. Praise the Lord. Amen. What is pride? Pride is a feeling. It is a feeling that a person can that a person can have that Pride is a feeling that a person can have or can be better or be more important than others. Pride is having a high opinion and confidence in yourself. It is not bad to think highly about yourself. Every time you, you, you excel and you put yourself in a higher position, you think about yourself more than others. You don't even see God above you. You don't even see someone who can help you. That is pride. Pride is a feeling of self-centeredness. Praise the Lord. Signs of, a pride, of pride. Assuming you are ready. Sorry. Assuming you already know something. When someone is teaching. Amen. When you assume that you know, when someone is teaching, you don't even pay attention. Teachers face a very big problem. There is a student internet. comes thinking that they know more because there is internet. When you start teaching, they look at you. I googled that. <laughs> I know about it. Before you even finish, he puts up his hand. Master! Master Sanya, I think I think this is where you're going. You feel you feel you're growing crazy. Senior one to senior four. They feel they're even better than the university students. They put the, 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 the pencil there. And they feel they're on top of the world. Signs of pride. Assuming you are already you already know something when someone is teaching. It is the assumption that you know everything about the subject being communicated. Another sign. Seeing yourself as too good to perform 
certain tasks Amen. If you see yourself as too good to perform certain tasks, having thoughts like I, out of all people, shouldn't have to do that. That task is for someone else, not me. That is pride. Just hate me a little bit. Praise the Lord. Amen. A proud person. When they rebuke them, they take offense. They're asking themselves. How can I make, can I make a mistake? Even if I did, so why are you rebuking me? Pride and being One is a sister to another. Ask your friend, are you paranoid? What are you paranoid about? That is pride. A proud person cannot be backed at unless you want the sun to fall down. Another sign being too proud to ask for help is a sign of pride. And I'll do it myself. I've worked for a long time. I've worked for a long time. No, 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 no. I can use my money to finish that project. Why, why don't you tell someone to help you? No. I am a man. I am a man. Full man. I don't need anyone's help. That is a side of pride. Being too proud to ask for help is a sign of pride. Remember, if you have pride, God can't allow you in His programs. The Bible says Bible. he resists Jazibira. the proud and gives grace to the humble. He resists it. He doesn't fight you because God doesn't fight his creatures. So we have to to read properly in Luganda. In Luganda, they say Katonarwana Nava Malala. He resists them. He resists your prayers. When they bring your file, he says, No. If I authorize that, I will not receive 
my praise that person can testify Manji. that person can testify there is a gentleman who said let me um, disappear and let him be manifested praise the lord amen Ask your neighbor. Do you ask for help? If you need it. Me, I can't. Tata wali na sente na hiyo kufalo ya andekira habana Sisobana na gena kufukamida Sisobana na muga amba Nja kutuba na habana bangate Gerenti na faba kaza haba soga Tusoburo kusomesa habana Faba kazi Faba kaza haba nyaluanda Tiba tuzanye saa Amarara Right Wakama Gena no chumen sede zenzo mana nida Go and get children for for money for the charity. I'll not use a single money from him. Then he shall. He he was rejecting us. Did he think we want to eat? Are we eating his hair? Amarara. Praise the Lord. Amen. Another sign. Feeling. I need to. Consistently teach people things. You always want to be the one speaking. You never want to listen. But were the first people to come on the earth that was then for us we are learned praise the lord when you are consistently critical about others, you feel you can do better than them. That is a sign of pride. Fault finders. You know we have that spiritual um, pride. Those that wear trousers, do they have the Holy Spirit? They don't have. When did you become born again? Last year. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Who is your pastor? Has he ever traveled? Don't talk. Don't talk. Last year, my pastor was in Sweden. And today, he's going to America. The other day, oh, oh, that is bright. Even if your pastor doesn't travel, he can hear from God. He can listen to the voice of God and delivers the word of life.
criticism. You are critical. Uh, these born again. Mm-mm, they are not real people. Mm-mm. They don't have value. We have these ones in Church of Uganda. Church of Uganda. They cut off their hair. Ah, those are the only born again who will go to heaven. When they come to church, they greet one another. Praise the Lord. Can I stop here? Praise the Lord. Amen. If you feel you can do better than others, you have that feeling. You can even preach better than me. Uh, you can even be a pastor more than me. Check your heart. There is pride. Whenever God senses pride anywhere, because pride puffs you, it raises you. And God is not seen anywhere. He's not but humble people always go down, and God remains up. In some churches, the pastors are seen. God is not seen. They talk about pastors more than God. They talk about prophets more than God. And does that thing is not good? According to me. Hallelujah. Amen. Being unwilling to submit to authority at work, church, at home, or any other relationship is a sign of pride. No one leads you. To church. A church. When did you come here? When did you come here? Last year, okay. I was there when the church was beginning. Excuse me, you don't have to tell me what to do. I know what to do. Young girl, cool down. Cool down. Praise the Lord. You disturb, you disturb the ashes. You disturb your forces uh, at work. You came when? They gave you a job, I think, last month. Mm. Were you there? When the company was starting. So leave me alone. Pride. Being unwilling. You are not willing to submit to authority. At work. Church. At home. There are women who are proud. Because she's done who bought you the suit. She's done who built the house. She's done who bought the set of chairs. When the business comes, you're sitting there talking. You know, well done. You have beautiful chairs. It's the grace of God. Daddy, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, 
Kampala Road. No Uridanga Ufa. Kampala Road, you feel like you want to die. Nagamunanga Santa Wanya. Santa Wanya. Praise the Lord. Omukazari Namalala Swaza. A person who is proud can assume you. Eating place. She's unopposed. Why don't you give the money to your husband to pay? Quietly, in secret. She speaks loudly. Tell the people of the water that will come. The bill is in my name. You're still laughing, but you're still Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Amalala. Pride. Amalala. Pride. You have to talk about yourself. You have to talk about your children. All the time. But you are talking about soccer. Wait, that one plays soccer for Manchester. Manchester. I have a daughter. She's in Sweden. Completing her masters. Let me tell you. My two cows, you know they give birth. I no longer drink this milk, I drink the other milk. That milk that you drink. If you justify sin instead of admitting it, you justify the wrong you are in. That is a sign of pride. If you are humble, when they tell you that this went wrong, you don't find a problem with okay. Uh, How many know to say that I am sorry? In Africa here. You know, some, sometimes that word it says, depends on the tone that you hey, use. Hey, I'm sorry. You know, you're the, the ones who started the company. But you have to say it humbly. Who says that there are people like that? There are so many. You're even here. You'll never say sorry. Do you know what you do? You just do actions to show that you're apologizing. That is pride. Do your ears go off? Those are the things that have stopped God from blessing. God told the the, the, the nation of Israel. I took you through that desert and I humbled you. Before God takes you up, He has to put you down to humble you, to squeeze pride out of you. God had your prayers already. But the pride. 
When the situation is humbling you, but when that situation goes away, you can't even sit for an hour here because of pride. So, ah, but this man is over talking. I have programs. You know I'm going here and there. I have to go and see my God from there. I have to go in the gym. Before you had money, how come you were not saying that? After the gym, I want to go. If you justify your sin, instead of admitting it, that is a sign of pride. You get defensive when someone points out your sin. You even use scriptures to support your sin. You think you know better than God. That is a sign of pride. God is against you. Not the devil, but God himself. He will resist you. He will reject your prayers till God humbles you. Disregarding the, uh, the advice of others, especially your leaders is a sign of pride you believe you can be successful and accomplish your goals without the counsel of the pastors that's a sign of pride you can't surprise a man of God that man of God has a word for your foundation in the beginning there was the word before your beginnings there must be a word let the man of God speak the word hallelujah but you don't want you don't want to see anything. You want to be seen. I did it. In the end, you want to say, I did it. That's why you fail. You don't want to come and be prayed for. You think you know better. You think that your skills will help you to achieve it. You miss the anointing. Let the anointing create your foundations through the word the word which proceeds from the mouth of the Lord pride is bad humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and then he will lift you in the right time Amen. Amen. If you don't humble yourself, God can, can use the surroundings to humble you. 
You have pride in your heart. You don't want to pray. You feel that you have the strength. You feel that even if you don't pray, you can work and things happen. That pride is with the people in the world. But I want to tell you, God can take the pride out of you if he wants to. Today, you can humble yourself. You humble yourself without God humbling you. Hallelujah. Amen. Pride Amalala. is having high opinion and confidence in yourself. Pride is a feeling of self-centeredness. And so many other things. I cast pride from the root in the name of Jesus. This pride of education. You're rigid, you're not flexible because you have six degrees. This where you can't go. Amen. This pride of beauty. There, there are people you don't talk to. There are people of a low level. Amen. Amen. There's pride of ministry. I met someone in Wandegea and asked me, Where are you going? You are rushing. I told that person, I'm going to meet a group of people and preach to them. And that person asked me, how many? I told him eight. Eight? You stand before eight people. Oh, oh my God. You have time. Me until people fall under. I cannot stand before them. I saw pride. Praise the Lord. Pride because of ministry. Pride because of education. You feel you're so loud. You, you don't eat. Uh, you don't eat bitter to. You don't go to the village. Because there are mosquitoes. You're so loud. But you grew up from a village called Chikube. You're proud because of beauty. You're because of money. You're always showing off with your money. Do you people have change? You know, we don't have change. We don't sell change. We are not the Njugos. I've taken long without holding coins. Where do the coins go? That is pride. There's someone who told me. I no longer know Kampala works. Where do they stay? They stay in Natete. How? How can I know it? Garden City. Maybe at Garden City. I just go around it. I park there. I shop and I go back home. Where do I know Kampala? Like downtown of Parkway. Where you go? Where you go? 
No, Papa, I'm talking the truth. My rice, when I'm buying my rice, I buy it from Europe and I come back with it. There's also rice here. It's your choice. And I said, will I be able to handle this pride? Amen. Amen. Amalala. Pride. Amalala. Pride. I cannot get married to a short man. I cannot. Amalala. Manje. Mumbuli Amalala. 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 Pride because of God. Amalaga boda. Boda. Apa boda in kadete mugera na fe. The boda people who have all boda bodas don't talk to us. Otuwaza. You cause us to. Boda iba mu echika. You know it is even it's having a big. Amalala amalaga cha amalala. Eh? Agesimu mubukatochi mudiri. Isimu eteina camera satu. A phone with without three cameras. Tekuba. What other pride? Agama Somero. Schools. First we started from Gaza High School. Gaza High School. Namagunga. Yes, we are from Praise the Lord. Amalala. Pride. It's not bad. Need a Won't be too much about it. Malaga saloni. Pride because of the saloon you go to. Buno saloon saloon wa mwebo bukola. Bosma tezivayo. When when you play tea, don't you remove it? Tezivayo. Don't you remove it? Nange no tezivayo. It doesn't. Neka kwefu ira ngombe. Zino. Don't blow your own trumpet. It's only the people in Wandegea who know how to play here. It's only the saloons in Wandegea. Pride because of what? Pride because of what? Pride because of what? Pride It's showing us a sign of pride. Orukanda mukama ibaswe. Nibaza mukama. Mutwa inzofuna sente nagamba bwije musito ina sente. Na uyogera mbantu kati ndagaye mitwali sat wao. Ne kati ganokweka. Atoyina mitwali sat nomulage kati twaraba. Twine mitwali mwine 12. Nenze ka kulage kibaita sente. Nakugira ya mazika. Nazikuba unagamba rona mwezi zo. Mugira mbusende zambula. Rona mwezi zambula. Amalala, amalala gachi. You know, I'm teaching people. You are living that lifestyle. You don't know that you are in trouble. God is testing you. He says you've gotten more. If they got 300,000, if I leave them, when they step on people, let me stop there. You disturb us in counseling. Yet God says, but pride is too much. But other pride. 
Nochitanga chini chama dini. Sichiri njubo chitadi. Na ye, munda, just do it for the glory of God. Susuku ya galida kubantu. Not to show off on people. Manji. Aniko gamba kani mwe. Mwe nubu vidi kumina mwena na kumutwe. Nyo yogera. Fetuwa nyuwa mata. Nida. Weba leganywa. Thank you for drinking. Nebuli chirunji katona chikuwa for his glory. God gives you every good thing. Other people are proud because of their eyes. Because you have big eyes. No megula kuliso no davote. Fabobu tulibet diva. Praise the Lord. Whatever you have was given to you for God's glory. Stop praising yourself. If you don't want God to resist your prayers. Hallelujah. Amen. Skin color. Hello, Agoku zimba. Gatia. Nagohuli rozimbi enyo. Tocha ayogera na balala batalina nyumba. You don't talk to people who don't own houses. Agono malala. That is pride. Eee, amalala agoku zimba. Pride because you build houses. Muli wuboche ulira. If you feel. Ngohulira guochi koze. You feel the land was damaged. Olete de katondo ulutalo. You've brought wedged one gold. Katonda. It is God who should be manifested. Decrease and let God increase. If God has not manifested, he will never work. Let God be seen. Tell others about God. Yes, people will praise you because of what God has done. For them they don't know. But when they come closer. Tell them. It's not me. But God. Not me but God. Lift God in every situation. Inform them that it's not I. But it has been God. You see God, how God works. God is going to give you more things. As long as you don't take his position. You see us exalting God. And you're like I was nothing. Proud people cannot do it. You when you get to a certain level. If you dare testify on their behalf, they cannot no, hate you. No, and you tag them in your testimony. You see that woman. She had a but God can lift. You feel like 
your diet. Why did you talk about me? Let me just give me Pride. Why do you feel bad? That is what we call pride. Let God be seen. As I finish, it will never stop in this world. People have to praise you. Bible. The Bible says that I've put watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. Those that make mention of the Lord. They say that you who make mention of the Lord, don't be silent until Jerusalem becomes a praise on the earth. What does it you mean? Are Jerusalem. You are Jerusalem. The time will come, you will be, become a praise. People will praise your children, praise your performance, praise your house, praise your car. Those, they will not stop praising you because they praise what they see. But when they praise you, you tell them, it's not me, but God. I was nothing. I was a nobody. But it was God. It has been God. Not my strength. When you testify like that, you'd have lifted God.